On that land shall darkness prevail and light expire. A prospective Keyblade Master should know this. The gazing eye sees the fate of the world. The future is already well, I bet made. you there's a lucky emblem here. Got it memorized, the Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 4 comes out. My name's Joe. I'm joined as always by Wheels. Uh, what's happening, Wheels? I am not sure. I took notes of the events of this game, <laughs> and I am not I am not sure what's happening. <laughs> what's happening, man? What's happening, man? <laughs> I've been replaying Fall Fantasy 10. I can't stop thinking about that one fucking line in Kingdom Hearts 1. Oh, you joining those besaid aurochs? Uh huh. Well, we t- uh, hearing about the forbidden machina. The fo- yeah, I just I just saw Waka complain about the forbidden machina because uh, uh-huh. they used them to try and defeat Sin, and it didn't fucking work. Actually, my favorite line is uh, not ta- in Final Fantasy X is not talked about very often. It's when you're on the boat or pretty <laughs> early in the game. And things are going fine, but then one of the unnamed sailor characters spots the giant monster Sin off uh, to the side of the ship, and you just get a close-up of the guy, and he just goes, Sin! <laughs> he shoves Sin for that long. It's like half a syllable, and, uh-huh. and the dramatic music just rolls, and it's, uh, it's really, really funny. Yeah. This is a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast, uh-huh. and I don't know what's happening. What's happening, man? We're going to f- talk about <laughs> it. I was going to say we're going to figure it out. That might not be true, no. even though that's the claim that we put in the intro, I think. We went into this a little at the end of last week's episode. If you recall, Sora just collected himself in the final <laughs> world, talked to Chirithi a little bit, and walked through... A portal of light. We kind of summarized what was about to happen and how it's confusing, but here's the full rundown of how that happens. Sora steps into the pillar of light in the final world, and then we cut back in time to when Sora was just saying sort of sad things about how it's useless, uh, there's no it's hope. No, it's no use. It's no use, Tariku. Then, yeah, we see the rest of that scene play out where uh, Riku puts himself between the Heartless Cyclone and Sora. Um, we're seeing it from Sora's point of view. Uh, Riku says, Sora, you don't believe that. I know you don't. Uh, and then he walks up to the Cyclone, gets in fighting stance, and then blasts some of the Heartless away, as we already saw before. And then they both get swallowed up by the Heartless, mm-hmm. as we saw before. So whether or not the final world stuff happens in between that and this, or if Sora actually goes back, and sees it again, which is more harrowing, I think. But additional possibility. Uh, no, I, that's. I, I was gonna say like maybe he doesn't remember what happens in the final world, so this is like a cut of events if that didn't happen. But uh, maybe actually, 
That would put a lot of fucking wrenches in things if Sora just doesn't does, remember the final does, world. Does it though? Does it though? Is what <laughs> I like? Forward, I'm not sure maybe. that it does. Like not in this game, but like, he, right? Two vital things happened in it. Namine said some shit, and that unnamed star said some shit. Right, but it's not really vital to him. It's just it's like just, it's for the viewer. Right, Namine says like, "Hey, I'm gonna help you out," and then the unnamed star is like, "Help." It kind of sucks that the storytelling of this game does kind of fall to that point where it's like, this is vital information. If Sora doesn't remember it, it doesn't fucking matter. I think I'm trying to... Th- so and not the reason the, this, the end, this ends up being... Way in even- which you get, like, Marluxia being like, what's up, bitch, I'm back. And Sora's like, yep. who is this? Later, as we mentioned last episode, the reason this gets really complicated is that later on, Jiminy says that, oh, every- once everyone is... Well, Sora... We'll get, I'll just, we'll get Yeah, let's just save it when we, we'll be upside again when it happens, I'm sure. Sora's swallowed by Heartless, and then we cut to Sora's body drifting through darkness. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's sort of a light at the end of this darkness he's drifting through. uh, And he's, he looks at it and he says, uh, Riku, Riku, answer me. And he like reaches towards that light. And then Sora wakes up back in Olympus Coliseum, or at least this game's, it's not really a Coliseum, but we're back in Olympus in this game. Uh, and Dive to the Heart music is playing, and Sora says, This is Herc's world. Is Riku here? He walks up the stairs uh, to Olympus proper, uh, and as he's about to say, that nobody's there. Sora says, There's nobody here. Well, there wasn't really anybody there to begin with. It's just, it was just heartless. That's fair. Nevertheless, Jiminy pops out of his fucking pocket and says, Gee, I'm here. Sora says, Jiminy, you're okay. Well, okay might be a stretch, but what are we waiting for? We need to find the others. Sora says, Right. I know that um, Jiminy is only here because it, like, he sort of, like, even if it doesn't make sense in a plot, in a, like, a plot detail sense, it makes sense kind of in a video game logic way for him to be here now because he's always hanging out in Sora's clothes or whatever. Yeah, does that mean he does he not have his own body and heart to save? Right, is he not not a a real person? Yeah. or is it that he's so tied to Sora because he's inside his hoodie or whatever that whatever he's got to be the least to connected to Sora person? It's just funny things to to think about. Doesn't really matter. No, it probably should matter, but we're not gonna let it. They head on in and they find uh, Riku. Kind of uh, it, what they find is Riku's body, but it's like translucent. It's like see through, just like Sora's was at the beginning in the final world. Um, and it's floating in the center of the sort of Olympus uh, lobby. And Sora says, Riku. And then a big Grim Reaper Heartless appears. Uh, it's got like this guillotine pendulum thing that it holds in one hand. And it uh, it like summons a heart out of Riku and then runs y'all away. Ever, y- y'all know the band Ghost? I am aware Looks like Papa Emeritus. Oh, the, uh, yeah, I, I, I am familiar with the, them having a member named Papa. Uh, when, I was, when I was in high school, I accidentally bought a ghost CD once. Because it was just, like, sitting on what? the counter, and I just, like, was buying other CDs. And I guess the, the person thought that that one was also mine, so it just got shuffled <laughs> in the stack. And I realized later, and I was like, oh. And then I never listened to it. So. I don't I don't love Ghost, but they are really fun live because of all the theatrics. Anyway, it seems that way, um, yeah. Uh, Sora fights this sort of Grim Reaper, Heartless, uh, and Sora wins. Uh, you sort of chase Sora it through fights, the whole area. Sora fights Papa. <laughs> uh-huh. 
and the heart that is presumed like did we mention that the reaper sort of like took a heart out of riku's yeah i kind of grazed past it <laughs> it's kind of important the heartless sort of like takes a heart out of riku's translucent body and sort of chases it when they when Sora defeats the Heartless, the heart is released and it floats off. And Sora says, hey, wait. Jiminy says, there's no need to worry, Sora. He'll return to the place he fell like you did. We got <laughs> we, got, we got to focus on rescuing the others. What does he mean? Yeah, this is where it gets overly complicated because they. So that so that that means that, so that has to imply that Sora did come back and see Riku exactly. die that a implies second that, time. This, Yes. In this time, when Sora gets wound up in the darkness, he persists in a different way and is able to go to the Colosseum. Because otherwise, if that was just being shown to the viewer a second time, but only happened once, Jiminy is implying that Sora came back to where he fell in Olympus, which is not true. Right. So... Like, but why? It really does, it, it would make it would be fine if it's like if at the end of this they're all just standing there in the place where they died like but they're not. But they won't be. They're, they're at a, the, like, they're at time a, will have reversed a little bit. They'll be back before they even encountered Terranor. They're at a slightly different spot in the Badlands, but yeah, it's before yeah. like Terranor shows up and does the same monologue that he did before and people like Ventus and Aqua react the same. Like it's a, a complete redo. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there, and it's gonna be even more confusing. Anyway, just doing our job, I guess. It, saying what, I, saying what we see. Maybe, and um, this might be like the foundation for Dream Theory to have any like credence, because this makes no goddamn sense in the way it's presented. It is, yes, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, Sleepy Boy Theory. It broke my brand. I'm sorry. I would, <laughs> I would be happy. If a future game made this make sense, because as it stands, the ending of this game is fundamentally broken in its a lot of reasons. But uh, like, but this is a pretty big one. Uh -huh. And if you're just looking at like how time travel does the plot function, like it doesn't here because there are six different ways where what's being said is going to be contradicted by how they all end up back where they are mm -hmm. anyway yeah i guess it's just like it's it's weird in the sense of just like yeah i guess it's still the badlands like but why does return to the placey like for some reasons this power that sore is using that returns people quote-unquote to the place they fell seems to do it to the spot before they fall and by some effort by Sora it goes back a little bit farther even than when they actually fell like before Terranort uh -huh. shows up at all like that's me just being like all right that seems to happen but for it happens even more this time when Sora does it for whatever reason I get because it's necessary for the, the plot to pull the uh the thing that it, it does uh in a second that nominee sort of sets up but nevertheless, I, I, for some reason, I keep thinking of there's this thing in One Piece. There's a character uh, this, and this isn't really a spoiler because he explains it like in the second episode he's in. But um, he the devil fruit he ate in One Piece, his name is Brook. He's a skeleton, but the, his the devil fruit he ate made him come back to life once. Um, but the way that he turned into a skeleton is because it took him a fucking year to find his body again. So I'm just like, <laughs> for some reason, my mind is connecting these two things. 
Like, I've connected the two dots, but I haven't actually connected shit because there's nothing there. Thank you yeah. for this. It's just like they, they go back, but not entirely the way they're supposed to. Yeah. You're welcome. We cut to, yeah, Jiminy says that about, like, no need to worry, Sora. He'll return to the place he fell like you did. We got to focus on rescuing the others. Sora says, okay. Uh, and then we cut to Sora falling through some sort of Big open. space. He's diving. Uh, it, it's, it's kind of reminiscent to the dream drop diving. But instead of, like, towards one specific world and stuff's on the side, he's, like, diving down. And below him, there's, like, some odd number of stained glasses. They're very, like, blurry. I think they're supposed to be the worlds, not the people. That, that's right. But, uh, so, does Jiminy say this before they land in one? Yes. Okay. So, Jiminy says, That scoundrel must have fled into one of those pools of, <laughs> into one of those pools of shadow that are down below us. Sora says, Where do they lead? Well, I think they might be portals to other worlds. Okay. Maybe that's where we'll find the others. If we hurry. Jiminy, why do you know these things, Jiminy? Is Jiminy the master of masters and he knows everything? <laughs> that would explain quite a lot, actually. Nothing. No. No, because he writes the journal. Maybe the journal's the prof. I don't know. The prophecies. And then, <laughs> and then, and then Data Riku is a journal. There's a lot of books that how are important. How did he get so big, though? You mean, how did he get so small? It, the master of masters is several crickets in a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at, yeah, I guess that's, that's the question. I was proposing, I was, hmm, yeah, w who knows what the times, the order of the time stream according to the time Master acts. of Crickets. You, you essentially do the same thing we just did with Riku <laughs> in Olympus Coliseum, but you do it in other worlds, saving other characters. You're always fighting that priest heartless thing. It always takes the character's heart and then you fight it and then I the heart is think, freed. I think the fights are a little bit different. I remember one of them being like weirdly harder than the other ones, but. There was better. one that took me an incredible amount of time, and it was Goofy and Arendelle. Arendelle yeah, Arendelle gave me a lot of trouble. Because it's a huge space, mm -hmm. and for like, I'm not kidding, like 20 minutes, I couldn't find the fucker. <laughs> I was flying around for so, and I'm not exaggerating when I say 20 minutes. I was flying around for so long, and I just couldn't find him. Um... Because it, they give you such a large area. Anyway, you fight that Heartless in all these different areas. You end up saving Aqua in the Caribbean. You save Goofy in Arendelle. You save Donald in Monstropolis. You save Ventus in Toy Box. Mickey in the Kingdom of Corona. And then you save Axel in San Francisco. Uh, but yeah, still in San Francisco, Jiminy says, Well, Sora, I'd say we've been to every world we can visit. In this game, I guess he means. Sora says, But we're one short. Where's Kyrie's heart? Gee, I wish I knew. <laughs> Young Xehanort appears out of a portal and Sora says, you. Why is he here? How is he here? Because he, is you it, know, his whole thing is showing up in games and places that don't make sense. Sure. I guess this is like, now that I'm rereading this dialogue, I didn't think of these being as actually the world. But I suppose that is what it's presenting it as. So I guess it's. It's still weird that young Xehanort shows up, but it's not as weird uh, as I thought it was. I don't think that they are the actual world. Well, then I am concerned about young Xehanort's appearance. Because if Sora's given doing these some, deep Given dives, something he's about to say, it wouldn't make sense. Like, yeah. Maybe, let me I guess it. I interpret these as like, I don't know. I don't know what these are. Let's, let's revisit it after he says some shit. Sure. 
So Sora says you, young Xehanort says, all that gallivanting through the sleeping worlds, and yet you've learned nothing. Sora says, what? Dream by dream, you nearly buried yourself in the dark of sleep, and now you're at it again. The lich you've been fighting, it's not like other heartless. It exists to usher hearts down to the depths of darkness. If you chase it, you will condemn your heart to that same abyss. Uh, maybe you're right. Maybe these are the actual worlds. It begs the question why no one is there in any of them. Um, and why they point that out. Yeah, they, they do point out, even though every world except for Corona is pretty much empty, uh, even though they made a really big deal about Corona having NPCs in the mm. game being more full when this game was being announced. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, they do make a point to say that no one is there in the Colosseum. So that's, that's, I, I oh, really before did get I said it was Arendelle where I was flying around for 20 minutes. It was definitely Corona. Oh, I Corona is weird because it's like a weird that weird mazy swamp part. But I, mm-hmm. I I would get my ass handed to me in Arendelle. Yeah, no. So this does seem to be like Sora using that power of waking to, to chase these hearts. And it's like, but like Jim Money's talking about them like they're real worlds and young Xehanort's here. And I'm really confused. <laughs> Y'all, I'm trying to think of like what other possibilities we know. We know sleeping worlds are a thing. That doesn't make sense here because these worlds didn't fall into darkness. No. We know that you can go into a character's dream of a world. That happened in Dream Drop Distance. Mm-hmm. So maybe these are... Maybe maybe Sora is doing what Riku did at the end of that game, but for all of us. That's kind of what I'm suggesting. Like, Yeah. He's maybe like... The only thing that makes sense would be, like, in his own heart, I guess, because not all these characters have gone to those worlds. Like, we don't have any evidence that Aqua ever visited the Caribbean. Um, no. So maybe he's, like, in his own dream memory or dream or memory of these worlds. Or, like yeah, like, if, if they're the real worlds, then the Lich could just fucking take them there. Like, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Sora using the power of waking to get there being the thing that young Xehanort is criticizing him for. Maybe. But it's, oh, you know, I feel like I have such a good grasp on all the games except for the last third of this one at this mm-hmm. point. I'm just like, it happened. Well, the other ones have the benefit of games that came out after them, with the exception of Dream Drop Distance until very recently. Like, the other ones were like, I okay. I still feel we- like I had that one under wraps, even if yeah. it was, like, bullshit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Young Xehanort finishes, if you chase it, you will condemn your heart to that same abyss. And Sora says, you're wrong. My heart is strong. Bars. Uh, young Xehanort says, what do you think the power of waking is? It's for traversing hearts to reach worlds, not for traversing worlds to reach hearts. There's a high so, price to... Yeah, what? I don't... What does he mean by that? Uh, uh, I know what he's saying. It's not. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying it is. What do you, you say you know what he's saying. Um, I don't. Enlighten it, me, He's describing please. the power of waking. He's like, it's for traversing hearts to reach worlds not for traversing worlds to reach hearts, which means... What does that mean? Which is implying that what Sora is doing is traversing worlds to find his friend's hearts. If the Lich was just taking them there, okay. that's, that makes sense. But the way that young Xehanort is phrasing this makes it seem like Sora is doing it and not just following he's doing the a, Lich. He's doing a wild warp to these yeah. different worlds by using... Uh, by using the power of waking. He's pulling a Ziggy. He's using the power of waking in, like, a backwards way instead of... Yeah, but, like, I'm traversing hearts to reach worlds. I guess that could we could think of, like, Riku using, like, going into Sora's heart and using that to be at the Destiny Islands. Uh-huh. Uh, if, if, we're, if I'm stretching it. 
whereas Sora is like trying to go to his friend's hearts, but he's like fucking it up because he doesn't actually know the power of waking. And he is ending up going to these worlds and finding their hearts there, which is just happening, I guess. Okay. I. You see, this episode isn't going to be funny because no. this is, episode is just so exasperated. So I think there's probably a demographic of people who enjoy it when we struggle. Yeah. I mean, we've made it this far, so statistically. It also doesn't matter. Like, it, we're, it doesn't no. matter if, if we a few of them at the end are duds. <laughs> Yeah, we you know we 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 strung him along this far. <laughs> Anyways, Z- young Zaynor continues his line and says, "There's a high price to pay for wielding such power foolishly." So what? You're worried about me now? No, there's no saving you. Ha! Says Sora. You've paid the price, and it lies at the bottom of the abyss. And then he leaves through a portal. Sora yells, "Wait!" But he's already gone. What? You're sitting there being like, so what, you worried about me, ha? Huh? And then he leaves and you're like, no, wait. <laughs> wait, wait, no. And I was hoping you would actually explain what the fuck is happening. Uh, Sora's, Sora's got me phone rings. Which further I have questions about. But Jim, Jim, I guess, no, is that just Jiminy saying Sora when his phone rings? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jiminy says Sora. Uh, causes Sora to understand that his phone is ringing. He answers his phone. Chip is on the phone and says, All right, Sora, the way to the Keyblade graveyard is open. All right. Uh, Dale's, I'm so confused. Dale says, Chipper and I found a new path. Chip says, Of course, that's the one place we haven't checked yet. And I guess Jiminy says, Off we go. Or does Sora say, Of course, that's the one place we haven't checked yet? That would make more sense. I might have written it down wrong in my notes. That would make more sense because I think he's uh, going to dive there to find Kyrie. Yeah. Uh, we see Sora falling through the darkness uh, towards the light again, and this time he sees Kyrie. And Kyrie says, Sora. Sora says, Kyrie, I found you. Uh, she laughs. They are like flying towards the light. And Kyrie says, You see, I had no doubt you'd pull through. The light in the darkness. It was you. You're the one who kept me from fading away. All I did was believe that you wouldn't. I feel strong with you, Kyrie. She grabs his hand. She's, like, leading him. This reminds me of, like, the... the. I don't know if it's supposed to remind me of the flying stuff with Neverland in the first game. Oh, I can see that, yeah. But it does. Because for some reason, I remember that game really vividly more than any other fucking Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> but Kyrie says, the others are ahead. Come on. We get uh, flashes of Goof Troop interacting with characters in the various worlds that they visited, mostly Disney characters. Kyrie says, I told you, Sora. You're safe with me. Sora says, yeah. There's a flash of light, and we see them landing in the key blade graveyard. Kyrie says, you okay? Yeah, thanks, Kyrie. The rest of the goof squadron are there, and Sora says, it did work. Donald says, of course. Goofy says, now point us back at those guys. Sora says, right. All right, so. (laughs) All right, so here's the thing. They all know they fucking beefed it. They're all. So here, like, right. Like, up until now, it could almost make sense if you went through the interpretation. The next scene fucks it up. Right. It could kind of make sense if you thought, like, oh, well, it still doesn't. It already doesn't make sense because we don't know, understand why we could see Sora die before. Twice. Twice. And, like, come back here the second time. But you could chalk that up to the second time he died, he was flying through and picking up hearts and tossing them back here. Like, that's one possible interpretation is, like, 
he comes back from the final world and then instead of going instead of dying when the heartless shoot at him he ends up being saved by Kyrie's heart and then he goes and saves everybody else dumps them off here and then they're like hey we're here point us back at those guys like that would make sense there's a theoretical interpretation where this makes sense however but, what what follows we're about to see the characters not remember the events of the first time they died even though goofy basically just implies by saying no point us back at those guys and then that yeah, they do remember dying the first time so here's a thing what's about to mm. happen in this next scene is set up by Namine, who has memory powers yes that's it. That's my whole thesis. Namine has memory powers and no one remembers this shit. I've connected two dots. <laughs> but the only thing not, the only thing Namine says she's going to do is try to cr- trace a connection between uh, like essentially try to get what's left of Terra in the lingering will to be there at the right time. Mhm. Like that's basically what she that's says all, she's going to do. That's all she do. says. Yeah. It seems it seems like that already seems like a uh, like a stretch in terms of what she can do. The idea that she could also be affecting memories of people from like from her all the way in the final all world. All I gotta the do is say I didn't connect shit and we can move on. I'm just saying that's all I got. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry to rain on your parade. No, it's fine. It's just that's all I can think of in terms of just yeah. like goofy. Like they clearly acknowledge that they all died and came back and says let's do it again and then. Notably, like no one says, "Hey, don't do the the thing that you did again," because uh, Ventus and Aqua do the same fucking shit. Could the amount of people who c- correct chimed in to correct us that Genie in a Bottle is in fact a song by Christina Aguilera and not Britney Spears? Thanks, by the way. Could that like Legion? Could that uh, entire Demon Tide uh, tweet at us with what the fuck happens? They don't know here because they we just clearly know don't fucking pop it. songs. They don't I mean, maybe they know. Yeah, we don't know. Like, I don't uh, know. One of them probably knows. There's a lot of them out there. A lot of large numbers. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. Uh huh. I mean, yeah, no. Last week I said, hey, if anyone understands this time, this weird time thing, oh, let us you? know. No, you <laughs> no. know, you know what all the responses we got were. <laughs> JD and Bottle is a fucking Britney Spears. You gotta rub me the right way if you're gonna get the uh-huh, <laughs> true uh-huh. ending of Kingdom Hearts three. Uh huh. Jesus. Where Christ. were we anyway? They do the. They go back and do it again. Uh, they see Terranor walking up again, and they seem to again be surprised that he's Terranor like again. Right. Like the dialogue is exactly the same. Mickey says he is their thirteenth. He is their thirteenth. What happened? Yeah. Actually, I skipped over the dialogue where. Van is like, oh, it's Terra, and he runs up and he's excited. And Aqua's like, no, uh, it's it might not be him. Like that exact dialogue happens. Mickey says he is their thirteenth. Uh, Terra Nort goes Terra Nort mode. He reveals yeah, his he, power he level. Go, he goes sicko mode, and his hair turns white. Uh, and says, today is the day you all lose. Aqua says, what? Before you even face the thirteen, every last one of you will be. Bo- <laughs> will be born. <laughs> Every last one of you will be torn heart from body. But fear not. The Keyblade will still be forged. Sora says, we're not going to lose to you. Terranor teleports to strike Ventus like he did before. But this things time, are different now. The only different thing in this scene <laughs> uh-huh. uh, is that Terra's Keyblade armor, the lingering will, 
has appeared to block the attack, and Terra's normal-ass voice comes out of it and says, Got you, Xehanort. Aqua says, Terra? Terranort says, This is impossible! Lingering Will slash Terra says, How I've waited for this moment. This fight movement. This, this, this scene's pretty cool. It, we should last more than, like, ten seconds. Uh-huh. But Lingering Will, like, uses his keyblade and, like, transforms it into, like, a long lasso and, like, lassos up Terranort. And, uh, I don't know. They they do some fighting. It's cool looking. Also, he shoots a big laser gun. <laughs> yeah. I can't like, do it justice. It's, it's really sweet. Like, uh, Terranort thinks he's going to get the drop on Lingering Will, like, from above. Uh, but then he, but then Lingering Will just turns his keyblade into a giant cannon and blasts him away. Uh, Ven, Ven says, Terra! Aqua says, no, Vin! Them first, and then points to a bunch of Heartless, uh, and then Tesora says, we'll handle the others. They fight a big legion of Heartless. A shit ton of uh, them. And Sora wins. Sora wins, and then there's, hey, surprise, there's more Heartless. Um, and then there's some, uh, I'm gonna just read your note. A wind starts sucking everything into a Heartless Cyclone. Yeah, that's what happens. Uh-huh. Sora says, Sora says, Come on. Goofy says, something's wrong. Donald says, look out. What? No. <laughs> Basically, they're all just saying, like, there's too many heartless. We, there's nothing we can do. Donald says, Sora. Sora says, I'll, I'll stop it. Goofy and Donald are like, uh, what? what? And what, they you, say, what Sora. He, he runs in. He dives into the cyclone. And when he does, there's this big flash of light. And Sora is like in this big white space and in front of him we see Ephemer. And in this moment, I forgive everything up until this point about the game not making sense because when I played this the first time, this blew my fucking mind. Like no, this, this is, sequence and the sequence is so sick. Like every everything that happens like right after the, like this cutscene and everything that happens right after it is so my shit. It's all worth Ephemer it. Is in front of, Ephem, Ephemer is in front of him in this sort of white space. Uh, Ephemer is facing away. I want to know you how see... many people played this game and said, who the fuck is this kid? Uh-huh. And, and the, ne- the thing that happens after that would even be more confusing. Yeah. Anyway, Ephemer has, has a scarf on, so that's how you can see that it's him and the white hair. And it, but he turns towards Sora and you see his face and he says, need some help? Hold on. I'm struggling. I have my brain is too big and I'm struggling. Um, huh? so Namine <laughs> says she's getting help from the past, right? Namine doesn't say that, does but she Master... Not? What does not? Na- I'm scrolling up. What does Erica, Namine... Erica says What it. does Namine specifically say? I'm Control-F Namine. There isn't much. Oh, there's a... We, we're, we're talking a big document here. You're Control-F and on 150 pages, the mainframe is gonna <laughs> overheat. Hold on. There isn't many mentions of Namine in it, unfortunately. A bunch of things about replicas go down to she probably says, like... Uh, she says, it's me, Namine. I'm so glad that you managed to hold on to who you are. She just specifically I was in Kyrie's, Okay. I was in Kyrie's heart, and then we were struck by a powerful darkness. I woke up here. I can feel her heart. She's fighting with all her strength to keep you from fading away. It's because she was holding on to you. Uh, skipping this. Okay, so she doesn't yeah, she specifically says, I was, talk While about sifting through past. memories, I spoke, to, I spoke to Tara, the Keyblade wielder you've been looking for. He has a strong will, and it keeps him tethered to the realm of light. I'll try tracing that connection. Maybe that'll be enough to tip the scales in the other direction. 
Okay. Um, but I had misremembered the nominee conversation. The only person who says uh, some light comes from the past is, is young Ericus in the chess game. Drake Bell. Yeah. So never mind. However, uh, I was trying to think how. All right. So how does nominee have a, have any reach on Terra? Because he's not really connected to Sora outside of Ventus's heart. Is there? Wait a minute. Ventus was in Unchained. <laughs> Correct. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's just cool. Um, what happened? Um, Ephemer says, need some help. And Sora's like, huh? He doesn't know this kid. No, he doesn't. Uh, Sora snaps back to reality. Whoa, whoa. And there goes gravity. All the Keyblades are rising up. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. All the Keyblades in the Keyblade graveyard. Because the Keyblade War was fought with all the Unchained dorks. <laughs> and Ephemer's one of those. And that's that's the help that he was just saying he's going to give. Sort of jumps on one that's at the, the... All the Keyblades rise up and form sort of like a Keyblade train similar to the one that is used for ill at the end of Birth by Sleep. Mm-hmm. Sora jumps onto one that's uh, at the front of the Keyblade train. I think it's specifically he rides a Starlight Keyblade. That's true. Is that, a, is that meaningful? Probably. I mean, he, you unlock it after this fight, or you could have gotten it early with like some pre-order. It's the it's the unchained keyblade. Oh, okay. Is that what it, what significance does it have an unchained? None. It's just the one that you start off with. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's lore. There's no meaning. It's just lore. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, Sora says, "What is this?" All right, let's go. Sure. Now your reaction commands all your triangles. This list of character names submitted from unchained uh so you're using i guess characters keyblades that fell in the keyblade war uh, and you're just mashing those buttons it's so cool to be like yes with the power uh, with the power of edward underscore elric six 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 i slay thee thank you gotcha fans oh i bet i hope they all it's feel good so, about what it's, they've it, done like it's legitimately so cool to like see like the the players of the mobile game like canonized in this way. Yeah, and, this is like one of the few uh, ways I can imagine it actually uh, coming off, despite how important they make the player character in the story. I was I was beaming when this happened. There's something so cool of yeah. like all of these like all of these real life people being acknowledged in a way that shows that their contributions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it like says like your contributions matter to the world the the world of this game that yeah, you've been playing yeah yeah exactly and i just think that's a uh, such a cool gesture it is um you know i just had this is unrelated i just had a moment where i was like I can't believe kingdom hearts 3 is real and it's out and i haven't played it a second time yet i have no desire to i'm trying to play through critical really hey that's really fucking hard is it i have zero desire to do that either <laughs> this is episode's coming out and um E3 week. I can't wait for how many fucking mentions we're going to get if there's any DLC announced. Oh, shit. I hope there's a fishing mini game. Anyways. Yeah, so that's cool. Like, I, I, I don't know how much else we can describe about it other than, like, you, you play the shmup with it, and it's cool. Yeah, you essentially do a shoot 'em up with uh, using the Keyblades from all of these unchained players as weapons as you destroy the cyclone of heartless it's sick uh there's one last name uh in the reaction command and when you click it sora 
uh, rides towards uh, what's left of the cyclone, which is mostly just a portal, the portal out of which the Heartless were coming from. Is it a specific uh, and- name that mattered or is it just whichever one's left? I don't know. I don't know if it's this random order. I don't. I, okay. I, so you just wrote one final name, and I didn't know if like it was like one that wasn't a character it's just a name. Like, there's another. It's just another username. Strelitzia or some shit. No. Um. It's just. A, no, it's fucking. I love Kingdom Hearts sixty nine. You go through the whole list, and then another one that's just some other user pops up after you've mm-hmm. gone through the whole list. It's Larxine X Strelitzia OTP. Uh huh. Please, it would be El Reina. Yo, fuck, you're right. No, this uh, I don't know. Maybe they're reading ahead. Mm, <laughs> you don't know. You, so you might come back. Sora <laughs> uh, destroys the portal. It explodes and it floods the screen with light. The keyblades that he was writing sort of like... I couldn't think of a way to describe this visual very well. What I wrote is that they sort of combine together and disappear. It's more that just like they all gather together sort of in a ball of light. And in that flash, they're just gone. Cool. I'm sure if I watched it again i would be like yeah no you got it <laughs> but i didn't <laughs> but then riku is there and says sora are you okay sora says yeah mickey says what was that aqua says keyblade wielders from long ago and then venta says it's the light from it's the light of the past he of all people gets to say that line <laughs> yeah Kairi says look uh there's a figure in the distance but axel says just send out the big bad but they don't. It's I've I've just in Let my notes I've just been calling him boss. I've just been calling him evil young Riku. It's the member of True Organization 13 who is questionably timed Riku. Yes, it's like Riku it, it's Ansem possessed Riku. That's yeah, that's the way they describe it. As, and I there's like some weird lines when he's actually fought later. Um but we'll we'll deal with that when the time comes. Uh, real Riku says, you, Mickey says, you want to do Mickey, you do better. Mickey. I, I do Mickey. The organization's been using hearts. One Xehanort got to in the past and has influence over. So that must be you from when Ansem had control of your heart. Riku says, yeah, how could I forget? Yeah, they do seem to imply he has a lot of trauma from that still. Uh, <laughs> young Riku, evil young Riku says, I'd say that was our finest hour. Wrong. My hour of weakness. You sure? How about we find out? And he makes a bunch of darkness show up, and he, uh, he, uh, he makes a big shadowy heartless figure behind him that has, like, a big silhouette of Master Xehanort. This was so confusing when it was, like, cut into a trailer, but it looks just whatever in the actual context. <laughs> uh-huh. And he says, uh, a real test for the mark of mastery. The real Riku says, what did you say? Zigbar's here. <laughs> I, I, you, I didn't hear you. Could you say it again? <laughs> Zigbar's here. Why is Zigbar here? He comes through a portal. Zigbar comes through a portal and says, we got to make sure you're not blundering your way to a second failure. Do they also what does know he mean? they died? Uh, he, all right. Because if they did, we why? There's, we're going to talk about Zigbar right. a lot in the, in the final, uh, the closing hours of this podcast. Oh, Zendaya is Michi. Zendaya is Michi, everybody. But Zigbar... Ugh. There's a, actually all right. So when you lose spoilers, you fight the organization. When you fight Zigbar and you lose to him, he says like a specific line when you hit restart, and he's like, "Oh, you're gonna try it again really? this time." Like he's Zigbar's basically Sans Undertale, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, uh, I didn't realize Zigbar was played by our friend Logan yeah. this whole time. Zigbar Sans Undertale <laughs> interstitial 
Gaster. Fuck. <laughs> Axel says, blundering. I'll have you know we failed with style, chief. So Zigbar says, at least you admit it. Well, if you guardians think you brought the goods, you'll have to prove it to the old guy one last time. Kid, take it away. Uh, Zigbar leaves the master Xehanort silhouette behind evil young Riku, uh, turns into Towers of Shadow Heartless, uh, after which point evil young Riku disappears and sort of says this again. What if, like, every member of the organization just did this shit, just showed up and, like, summoned a wave of Heartless, making just, I, it see, last forever? I don't forever. remember this sequence I don't remember this sequence at all, like from evil Riku showing up here, Zigbar showing. I don't remember any I don't, of I don't remember this. Zigbar being there. I remember when I started to read it, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess there is a reprise where young, evil young Riku shows up. And I remember how it ends in a second, uh, because that also is really fucking bonkers and we'll deal with it. Mm-hmm. But, but Sora says this again, and they start fighting. Mickey Mouse says, this isn't good. Aqua says, form up now. Uh, they form in a big circle, fighting Heartless, and it's getting really close to them. Uh, Mickey's about to, like, uh, raise his Keyblade up to, to do some stuff, but Riku stops him and says, if you try to use time magic against these numbers, you won't have enough strength for the final battle. Mickey has time magic. Mickey. Yeah, because like he uses like stopka, yeah, or stopza there, rather in the previous game. I wish game, there wasn't like, like three different instances of completely different fucking with time. Um, because I think uh, they, 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 he specifically means like uh, how stopza in the last I, game. Yeah, I'm like sure. And they, Deus Ex Machina, and they, and, so. they, and they try to use it again near the end of this game, uh, like a, yeah. a stop time spell that is just that. I just, I'm just so tired. Is the thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Suriku says, no, don't do it. Uh, and they start to fight and takes him out, but it's getting too close. The horde marches closer. Uh, Aqua says, I'll try and break through. Everyone get ready. Ventus says, alone? That's crazy. I'll help. Kyrie says, two is no better. Axel. Yeah, splitting up is a bad idea. Goofy, everyone has to weigh in. Goofy says, there's way too many. Donald. We're finished. But then, like, fucking lightning from God himself, it co- a, light, a light comes down from the sky, and everywhere the light touches is yours. I mean, it kills Heartless. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, this pillar of light kills a bunch of Heartless, and in the pillar is fucking Yen Sid. Uh-huh. Uh, everyone says, Master Yen Sid! Yen Sid raises his hands and creates a Moses split in the Red Sea style. He creates like barriers of light that split the heartless from Goof Squadron and gives them a way out. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Go, my young champions! I will hold them all here for as long as I can." We're not gonna leave you behind. They do. That was Mickey. Spoiler: They do. No, there's a different character that has the voice of Mickey Mouse. I just to be clear, I, there's a lot of folk I, here. I, you're right. I just I feel like I've reached a point where I don't have to preface Mickey when he fucking sounds like this. He's the <laughs> only true. person who sounds like this. That's true. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Donald and Goofy stay with Yen Sid and Donald says, they don't have keyblades. <laughs> and Donald says, you guys go on. Goofy says, me and Donald will stay here. The two of us will back up Master Yen Sid. Sora says, Donald, Goofy. Donald says, you're a whole pint by yourself, Sora. Oh, it's cute. These little dudes. <laughs> uh, Goofy says, don't worry. We'll catch up with you in just a bit. Narrator voice, they did not. Uh, it takes a minute. 
they're, they're it's not yeah, a bit they're there eventually it's a long bit sora says okay mickey mouse says we'll regroup later yen sid says make haste and mickey says i don't have that spell just stuck uh, I need, to, <laughs> I need to learn Haystock or some shit. Uh, anyways, uh, Goof Squadron minus Donald and Goofy run through. <laughs> I do love this formula you've written here. <laughs> I end up writing it down again. Is later. it still the Goof Squadron without Goofy? Or is oh, it just like. Then it's just literally the Seven Guardians of Light, huh? <laughs> I guess. They reach. If Yensen uh, can do all that shit. Why the fuck has he never stood up from his goddamn chair <laughs> when there's like. Aqua was in fucking hell for ten years, <laughs> and the man can fall from heaven like God Himself. I'm just so upset. <laughs> Why didn't they just fly the eagles to Mordor? <laughs> I'm sorry for my outburst. They reached the crossroads part of the graveyard. We've seen a few times in other games. True Organization 13 approaches from uh, the opposite side of the crossroads. Uh, they are all in black cloaks, so we can't see their faces, uh, save for Master Xehanort, who's in his usual clothes, which are also <laughs> just basically a black cloak, but we can see his face. Master Xehanort says, actually, do you want to do it? Because I did it last time. Um, yeah, sure. Terra. Terra. I don't have, I don't have as much Tara. gravel as you. Uh, so I'm probably closer to the actual performance in this game. Hmm. Uh, Master Xehanort says, Today we join these other wielders and leave our mark on fate. I have waited patiently, but together we shall unlock the Keyblade War's secrets. And he summons his Keyblade and says, Now we forge it. The ultimate key. The Keyblade. He plunges his Keyblade into the ground and sort of like maze geometry appears. Like he summons a labyrinth from the ground. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. He puts his key into the ground and a labyrinth rises up. Uh, Organization 13 rise up on one of these uh, maze walls and he stands on a ledge that's that's even higher still. I think uh, I haven't seen the screenshot in a while, but I think someone had pointed out the way that they're standing like the the organization are like in a fucking like bird triangle shape yeah they're in like a flying v yeah and then like the uh the other guardians are like in a weird sort of like two half circles with sora at the middle in the front so it kind of looks like a heart from above that's yes yep that's neat mm -hmm. uh so they're all you still are writing goof squadron minus down and goofy they're at they're at the bottom because yeah, i'm not writing these notes as we're having this conversation no i know i'm just surprised that that is still the notation like gs minus d plus g <laughs> is like still the most <laughs> convenient way to write the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> I did it for the bit. It's a good bit. And the fine. Uh, so they're at the bottom of the level, and Sora says, here we go. And then we cut to Master Xehanort one more time for some reason, he goes, and he just he goes, goes like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then there's like, I don't, I don't remember this very well either. We see a flash uh, behind him. We see like a flash of like lightning, I guess, but it's like a blue beam and a yellow beam meet in the sky and there's a flat maybe it's supposed to represent like the clash of light and darkness i don't know sure why not uh let's end it here because then we'll have all the maze stuff be an yeah, episode we'll do all the the talks that just seem to happen in the middle of fights um mm -hmm. ne next time but yeah we get we talked we got through nothing we said we said no jokes we had a and we got through no plot we had a lot of questions and i had a lot of vitriol 
Anyways, Wheels, where could people find you on the internet? Twitter.com slash TheTravisW on a podcast called Very Random Encounters, where some friends and I play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as much as is possible. That's called Very Random Encounters. I implore that you give it a shot. Start with the fellowship season we're playing now. I also implore this. You can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O. I do a show called Nervous Rex. Well, I do many shows, but one of them I do is called Nervous Rex. It's a recap show of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh, I'm re-watching it for the first time in several years. And uh, my friend Chris, who is with me, has, is watching it for the first time. And we just, we just talk for a long time about uh, the shit that happens in that show. Uh, just one episode per episode, and it's every other Thursday. But you can uh, you can go find that. And what what are the other shit? You can support this show on Patreon to get episodes early, bonus episodes, and other stuff each month. Uh, you can find that uh, link in the show notes, uh, or you can go to patreon.com forward slash memorizecast. It's also in our pinned tweet on Twitter. Uh, if you go to twitter.com forward slash memorizecast as well. Um, we're also on the Orange Groves Podcast Network. You can listen to other shows on it and support it at theorangegroves.com. Our theme music is a remix of Dearly Beloved by Leg Day, courtesy of Game Chops. We have an email address. It's memorizedcast at gmail.com. There's a Discord server you can join. Uh, the link to that is also in our show notes and our pinned tweet on Twitter. I think that's it. What if by next, what if by after E3, you're right and there is like another expansion and then the show isn't over? <laughs> Well, uh, there's already been Unchained updates we haven't talked about, so. Oh, yeah. It's just not enough for really a full episode, so there's no point in yeah. taking a break for it. I think that's it. I did the intro, so wheels. Um, I don't know what there is to say because we covered no ground. Uh, that was, <laughs> I know what to say. I, I, uh, you did the intro, right? Yeah, yeah go for it. That was confusing. <laughs> Got it. Memorize. We were together. Have you ever watched the anime called One Piece? Yeah, Joe. I watch for a podcast that we do. What? You know, we are watching One Piece. I started watching it so you could rewatch it, and then we talk about it sometimes. I have have no idea what you're talking about. Well, we don't do it super frequently. Once a month at best. Did you forget? We analyze the story and discuss the show's themes, characters, compare it to other media, and how it provides an allegory for real-life politics and events. I, I must have forgotten. What, where can I listen to remind myself? You can listen at the Orange Groves Podcast Network or search for We Are Watching One Piece in your favorite podcast app. What's a podcast?